What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Blunt Instruments. We've got two special guests today. One of them you heard talk a lot, so you're not going to hear a whole lot from his ass today. But before we get into those two, let me introduce you to Jake. What's up, buddy? Hi, mate. How are you? Good, man. Nice haircut. I love that shit. <laughs> Thank you. I have nothing else to say to you. Keep going. It's okay. You got a little tan. You're a little bronze. I'm as pale as a ghost, so I've got the lights shut off here. But anyways... So, back with us again, Lorenzo from Omega Bond Watches. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? I'm sorry. You're probably going to lose some followers because I keep coming back on and people hate me. Oh, yeah. I noticed because we're all douche rockets. (laughs) Anyways, who did you bring with you? Who is sitting next to you today? Uh, Batman decided to bring Robin with him today. So, uh, this is bring your, your tutelage to work day. So... I have with me uh, none other than Miss Omega Bond Watches and my lovely girlfriend, Cassandra Lohman. Hello, guys. Hi, Cassandra. I'm wildly uncomfortable because you guys were looking at each other in the eye when he said that. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Jake? Don't be jealous. You know, yeah, as I am right now. Pretty, pretty weird. I'm not going to lie, but I liked it. I liked it. It's good. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to talk about two main things today. So the first, we're going to kind of get people to know a little bit about Cassandra, Miss Omega Bond Watches herself. And then we're also going to dive into which, you know, maybe aside from David's Aston Martin might be one of the most legendary collectors purchases of this community. Whether people disagree with that, guess what? I don't give a fuck. So we're starting <laughs> off strong. So before we get into that, Jake, we're going to pretend like Lorenzo's not here for a minute. Oh, thanks, guys. What's the first question you want to ask Cassandra about her Bond fandom? I'll let you start it off. Oh, wow. I think the easiest way is to almost start from the beginning. And um, I suppose give us a bit of an idea on on how you sort of got into Bond, what made you sort of start up a, a fan page, and, yeah, going back to why you're now on a podcast with three idiots talking about James Bond. (laughs) Um, So initially growing up, I grew up watching a lot of old films, black and white, uh, Cary Grant, Jimmy Stewart. And going into it, I remember my dad introducing me to Sean Connery and uh, what is it? Darby O'Gill and the Little People or something. One of those Walt Disney films, one of his first films. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching that, enjoying, you know, his accent and his uh, character and so on. And then he said, oh, let's watch this James Bond film. And I want to say that Diamonds Are Forever was the first one I saw. And oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I just being honest. And I remember getting very confused with the story I was young and trying to keep up with the storyline. Old movies tend to, they have great scripts, but sometimes they go off on unnecessary tangents about unnecessary plot points. 
So I wasn't really that into it, but then I saw uh, Thunderball, which I love, and then I know that's not a common uh, interest film. But we we disagree I know on our you favorite disagree. favorite Connery film. I'm a Goldfinger guy. She's a Thunderball girl. So mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with Thunderball. Thunderball is one of the highest rated ones of all time. We know yeah. that. House divided. divided. Diamonds are forever, though. That okay. You know what? I want to. I want to I want to I want to dive into that. So and not even in a weird way, mm-hmm. like a serious way. So you as a kid saw Diamonds Are Forever as your first film. I mean, he looks like shit in that movie and the movie yeah. sucks. So seeing it the opposite way. So going from that to probably one of the original ones, whether mm-hmm. it was Thunderball or whatever. What was that experience like? I appreciated when he was younger versus older character. Um, He seemed more sprightly and more into his character and just, you know, more of a go-getter. I mean, he carries himself pretty well in that film, regardless of the plot. But uh, I started to enjoy it more because I worked backwards with the Sean Connery films. And then, you know, later on when... uh, Casino Royale came out I remember thinking you know about Sean Connery and I was like oh I guess I'll I'll give it a shot and I really enjoyed it I have to say it's my favorite of the Daniel Craig films so Mm -hmm. watching that one and then just keeping up with just seeing the next one oh the next one's coming out the next one's coming out and I made sure to see every single one and then when I started uh dating Lorenzo I didn't know that there was this big bond community and Everyone says community, but this large following, I didn't, it felt like a cult to me almost when I initially was introduced to it. And Same. he's, and I said, and he's telling me about the the fashion, the watches, of course, and just everything about it. And I remember thinking, how do you know all this stuff? Are you Googling like constantly to find out all of this information? He's like, no. And he shows me this website. What is that? The main one, uh, James Bond lifestyle. Is that the one yep. where it has all the, and it had the props, the, the fashion. Yeah and that watch and so he started telling me about the watches and then I started getting interested because for me I like the history behind how things came about and Mm -hmm. I appreciate that and then it was funny during uh the shutdown our commitment was to watch every single Bond film in order and not in all in you know, every single day, but we took breaks, but it was just something that we committed to that we're going to watch them in order as horrible as they are, or as good as they are, whatever it may be, we have to get through every single one. So I have seen every single James Bond film at this point. So that was kind of a, that was a challenge, but I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. And as we were going along, it was funny. I was like, let's rank them. (laughs) I was like, just like Uh make more of a game out of it. And she like point blankly said to me, God, these Roger Moore films, they're rough. <laughs> they are rough. <laughs> yeah. well, they are definitely rough. To pay, and I'm like, oh my God, it's so obvious. But, you know, he he's he's such a class act, so you, you got to appreciate the effort, but still, it, they were so corny. It was rough. <laughs> it was a rough well, I didn't realize how I didn't realize how, I suppose, corny they were until we decided that we were going to rank them, and I pretty much watched them all in like a day. And by the end of the day, I was just like, oh, my God, I cannot watch any more of this, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's rough. It's a rough go. Um, So I guess from there, my next question would be how much Bond, I guess, like 
fandom did you already have before meeting Lorenzo? So would you say you were like an above average fan or just a casual fan before meeting him? And you got to remember, be fair to yourself here because my girlfriend knows who Daniel Craig is. She can name maybe one of the films, even though she's probably seen all of them. And that's about it. So were you that level or much higher than that? And obviously not on Lorenzo's level. Where would you rank yourself? Well, no one can get on his level, but um, thank, thank you. <laughs> um, I think that I was above average for your average woman because for me, I appreciate the film for the film and the story and uh, the characters and so on. I, I'm a movie person, so I had seen all of the Daniel Craig Bond films. I had seen all of the Sean Connery films, so. For me, I would say above average. I think I knew Pierce Brosnan was a Bond at like I kind of knew about it, but I had never seen one. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here I've got one more one more follow up question on this on this topic. Then Jake, go ahead. But my follow up question is, on your first date, however that was, mm-hmm. when you guys probably weren't getting along because look at you and then look at Lorenzo. Okay. That's the. <laughs> Truth right and there. You were, you were probably sitting here, and Lorenzo's probably sitting here thinking, I don't have a shot in hell. When did James Bond come up, and what happened in Lorenzo's face, pants, when this <laughs> when this came up? So I think you shared the fact that you were a Bond fan gradually with me. It was more of a, like you had told me that that was kind of your thing, and I don't think I knew how intense it was until a good word. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I knew he, he, he would show me the watch and I, that was something that when we started dating, he would let me wear the watches and he would tell me about them and just, uh, I started to appreciate it more, but then I think it was, it, this is going to sound pretty rough, but go for it. (laughs) How intense I found out this was was when I watched my first David clip and I'm not trying to drop names or anything but it was I was like is this real (laughs) I I mean I was I couldn't believe that people dedicated their time to watch you know YouTube video uh, to have YouTube videos podcasts and Instagram you know I had no idea and then I watched his and I saw the following he had and I was like wow this is really incredible how intense this is and I was I initially because look I wanted him to be empowered to pursue his passion and everything I think that's really important for people in general that if you have a passion go for it and for him that's his passion and I accepted that about him I thought it was creative you know sometimes a little nutty but you know at the same time I appreciated how far he would go for his passion and mm-hmm. I appreciated that. So no comment. Now I know why my hair wants you to be replicated. Shout out to Harris Thomas. And also Thomas. don't feel bad about saying David's name. David's basically like a silent partner for Jake and I, we say his name so fucking often. Anyways, Jake, go ahead, please. Thank you. Yeah, you're saying that, you know, you're watching those videos and now you're wasting your perfectly good Sunday afternoon sits near on a podcast. So the world goes in full circles. Um, so obviously with your your Instagram, um, 
Miss Omega Bond watches. There's obviously a bit of watches going on as well. Did you have much of sort of an interest in the watches before before you sort of met Lorenzo? Was it something you were interested in at all, or has that sort of developed slash been forced upon? by the man sits into your left. Don't tell him when I put my gun to your head and said, you will like this and you will start a page. No, uh, so initially when he introduced me to the watch, I was like, honest, honestly, point blank. I was like, oh, that's a beautiful watch. Yeah, very underwhelming. It was very underwhelming. Yeah. And I didn't understand the significance of mm-hmm. watches and the history behind it. You know, Brianne, <laughs> are you in here? No. Oh my God. I did it. And to me, <laughs> it was just, it, it didn't, I didn't understand it. I truly didn't. And the more exposure I got to it, the more explanation he provided, I, I got more into it because to me, it was a watch was a watch. That was pretty much it. I mean, and then he started explaining the, how intricate it was, the materials that went went into it, you know, it was a, a Omega specifically first watch on the moon, you know, Kennedy wore it, you know, it was just, I was starting to see how, how much history has been put into this brand, so to speak, you know, I mean, the British Royal Air Force wore these. So it's just something that, you know, mm. you appreciate that significance. And I think for him, um, you know, speaking on it and collecting it. I mean, I don't, did you show me your collection right off the bat when we were dating? I think you just showed so, me. So I think you, I think you've bashed my image enough already. I think I'm going <laughs> to chime in now. <laughs> so some things that uh, Cassandra has left out is that <laughs> when she met me, it was right in the middle of like, you know, the announcement of no time to die. And, I knew a new watch was coming out. The spy shots have dropped. And of course, you know, I'm like first one in line for one. And she, unfortunately, as our relationship was like kind of going along, it, she was front and center seeing me go through the process of acquiring one. And it was intense. It was very intense process Mm -hmm. to say the least. She, she was there when we went into the boutique and like put the deposit down and like, I mean, it's gotta be a shock to like, you know, put that amount of money down on, on one piece of jewelry, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, and then she saw what happened when it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So then she saw the backlash of me like getting upset and <laughs> like, it was, it was, a pro- yeah, it was, she was just like, please get this man, this watch, please <laughs> get it in his hands. And funny enough, before the shutdown for, you know, the country mm-hmm. for COVID, I got my watch, what, three days before that? It was that? a few days, yes. It was, and I, all, I couldn't believe it. All she would say is, thank God, <laughs> during this shutdown, you had that watch. It was like a baby getting a binky. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was wigging out about this watch. And um, I couldn't imagine, like, not having it during COVID. It actually, like, helped me, like, create content. And, you know, it kept my fandom at bay but she was very supportive through the process so mm-hmm. it's nice when you have someone in your life that supports your hobby and wants to be you know a part of it i have to ask you cassandra how many times do you just walk past him and he's just staring at his watch just in his own little world <laughs> surprisingly a lot <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna you know, sitting there looking at it and i i remember when he was first getting really 
more into his page, it was funny. We would just be going out on a date or something or hanging out and he'd be taking a picture of it. I'm like, what are you doing? And then I got, I got, I got to understand what, what it was about and how you have to be persistent in the process to really make stride with it. And I understood, you know, and he was like, wait, this is great light. Let's take a picture, you know? And I'm like, we're at, but I appreciate that about him, you know, I totally destroying my image right now. I just picture you guys like laying in bed and he's just turned the opposite way, just staring at his watch. And you're just like rubbing his back like, hey, and he's like, no, 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 at this point. Technically one. Technically, Technically two we share now. Yeah. Well, so. she's, first of all, let's be clear. She has full access to this box. Yeah. She can go in there anytime Which she box. wants, on whatever the hell she wants and wears it. But Which it is, box? And it is understood. <laughs> it is understood that if something happens, you will be taking care of that problem. <laughs> problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> predicament okay so with that said my follow-up question to that is with the instagram page Mm -hmm. how did that process come about did he say like you should do this i mean obviously he told you you should do it like that's not even a question trust me i did not expect you guys to be on your first date and you'd be like you know i I run an account called miss omega bonwa he's like i'm mr omega bonwa no (laughs) way you don't say oh my god this this match.com is amazing no. Um, what what went through your head when he suggested starting this page? Well, be honest. Okay, honestly, I am not really. I, I was never a big social media person. I rarely posted on Facebook, and then got Instagram. Excuse me. And I I enjoyed the content. You know, the fashion, everything about you know the interior design. The I pictures. have to chime in here. What I had to beg her to get a bitmoji <laughs> when we first started dating i was like can you make a bitmoji she's like oh no 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 i don't do that voodoo shit and i'm like excuse me it is not voodoo shit it is just an avatar no 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 i did i did i did say no to that initially though i thought it was stupid and then she did it and now she loves it yeah that's right <laughs> lorenzo you got like a cartoon fetish or some shit i didn't send me bitmojis they're so cute (laughs) but no he was the one that presented the idea to me to start a page he's like now you have a watch you could start a page and it was like so i'm gonna what i'm gonna post about the same watch over and over and over again i didn't really see the purpose of it and then he said no i think that reaching a the the woman's demographic in this community is something that is still new and up and coming you know you have other people like jocelyn you know and kelly trying to get into this uh, not get into they have quite a large following but he said just a woman's perspective on this world is refreshing so to speak and so for those that don't know who kelly is maybe you can give kelly a little plug here i know jake 
doesn't know who Kelly is, but Luke does. Who's Kelly? Kelly's our friend. Kelly's our friend. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, Kelly time, and her right? husband Peter run yes. on our own on time. time Instagram mm-hmm. hashtag. Mm-hmm. And we met them through the Seamaster community. And it's been good. I mean, yeah. I think it's been like fun. We had like a little Zoom call with them and a little happy hour and got to know them. And it's it's nice, you know, in this in these COVID times, as I'm going to call them, mm-hmm. um, to meet new people. And Jake, yeah. or not, sorry, I keep saying Jake. Luke, you've talked to Kelly, and Kelly's been, you know, very fun and supportive of our. Yeah. Other- yeah. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Kelly, I just want you to know if you do listen to this, the whole time Lorenzo was talking about you, he kept looking at Cassandra. And I think he was saying, like, they're fun, right? Like, we enjoyed the Zoom, right? <laughs> just kidding. Kelly, you guys are the best. But yes. Kelly on our own time. Isn't it like on period, our period, own period time? I think if you guys want to check it out, all seven and, of you that listen. And, and I got to throw this in real quick. If anyone hates on Pulsars, go on their page and comment to Peter about <laughs> how much you hate them. Yes. <laughs> the Hamilton Pulsar. Yes. So, um, Jake, any, uh, any more questions, at least regarding the Instagram page? Yeah, so I, I was just... Going and looking for that Instagram account. Oh, yes. oh, I got a, new phone. I got so, a new phone. Yeah. Um, so I suppose, Sandra, what's your sort of, I suppose, uh, this is always a difficult question to answer, but what do you sort of envision the page going going forward? Do you think that that will sort of tie in with going out and maybe picking up a few more watches? Do you sort of want to take it in a different direction? How do you sort of think that that going forward you want to want to run that Instagram account? I think at this point, you know, it's still an early stage, but I could see potential with it. I think for me, it's it's a platform to meet new people and to um, support, you know, Lorenzo in the community and his interest. And it's become my interest, a newfound interest, so to speak. And so for me right now, it's more of for me and something that I'm appreciating in the process. And who knows, but I think that it's more an inspiration for me to learn more about it and to, you know, just have fun with it. And, you know, this newfound passion of mine and to kind of get more into it that way. So, but who knows? I mean, you know. Be honest with us here though. Hmm. Is it a passion? Is it really? It's a new th- so. It's funny. So we joke about it. So when I do a post, I I'll be honest. I don't post very often because for me, if I'm gonna post, I like to have purpose to it. I like to have thought behind it. And I'm mm-hmm. not just gonna do a post for the sake of doing a post. Okay, I I got five followers today. Okay, big deal. No, it for me, it's something that. If I'm going to do it, I want to be creative with it. I want to have thought behind it. And so he'll make fun of me because he'll say, you're putting so much, you know, thought into this and, you know, and just so much detail. But that that's who I am. I like the art behind it. I like the beauty behind it. So she you know. is quite the artist. She has a little painting studio set up upstairs and I have requested a watch piece so I can hang it behind. Oh, you. I need yeah. one of those too. I need one of those. I'll pay whatever. Get, 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 get in line. <laughs> Cassandra, I will pay you any amount of money under $25 for this. <laughs> so last question, at least regarding the page per se. Okay. Red strap or black strap? 
for your watch? Which do you prefer? Uh, she's got the, she's got a woman's uh, or ladies they call them Deville. Do you prefer the red or the black? It's green. Is it green? It is it's actually. A you, green. Can't, you can't tell under certain lighting. But... That's okay. That's okay. Luke doesn't pay attention to any of the female characters in No Time to Die. Clearly. <laughs> Jake, what color is that to you? That's green. Yeah, it's very clearly like a racing green. You are you alright? What's going on today, mate? No, it does look pretty black in all fairness. Yeah. It is dark, but I'm sure with wear it's gonna lighten up. Yeah. yeah. But, but it is green. I to answer that question, I would say depends on the occasion. Because I think the dark green or forest green, as you're saying, I think that that is something you could wear pretty much with anything. And where the red, it's more of like, it's a popping color. So it's more of a, an occasion band. Mm. I would say. Honestly, so I do have a question for Cassandra myself. Okay. Or okay. more of like a, a topic for her to cover before we move on. Mm-hmm. And I also have, a, I want her to tell the story of how she got this watch. But the question... <laughs> The forest the green watch is what, what? Yes, the the actual watch. Why she got Which it. in so, England they call forest green black. They actually okay. call it racing green. <laughs> call anything. <laughs> Aston Martin, I believe, has the color called racing green for for the yeah. racing cars. Anyway, long story short, um, my question is, or my comment is, can you tell them how you received your watch? And my second comment is. Why did you get the red strap? So he has been telling me he's been wanting to give me a watch for my 30th birthday, which is coming up this year. And hey, when? <laughs> so with that, not till June. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, not not till June. Oh, so. you're a little older than me. I mean, no, you're not. You're younger. You look so young. So young. Keep going. <laughs> she makes me feel younger. <laughs> so. <laughs> talking about it and you know I was just like okay whatever you don't have to give me a watch you know I'm I'm not that high maintenance whatever so anyways shut up Lawrence. <laughs> so with that being said um we were it was he said I, oh I have this amazing Christmas gift idea for you and it's amazing and he's terrible at keeping secrets from me he'll just he'll talk about it without really talking about it and then he's like okay I just have to tell you so mm-hmm. We were having, not true. <laughs> so we were having uh, same way. We were dealing with life, you know, with everything that was going on with COVID and everything. And so one day we were just spending time together and he said, I want to give you my Christmas gift. And I he was, you know, he was dealing with some stuff and I was just like, no, 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 I want to I want to wait till Christmas. He's like, I can't. And he happened to have it with him, of course. And so I, <laughs> I was like, OK, fine. And when he surprises me, it's very painful because he'll say, okay, turn around, close your eyes. And I don't want him to scare me. Like he's like, hold out your hand. Like, you never know what he's going to put in your hand. You, okay. You can't tell that without telling him the first surprise I gave you. It's like, it's very small. Okay. So anyways, so, you know, he puts it on, puts it on my table and he says, okay, open your eyes. And I, I see the box. I immediately recognize the box and I was like, no way. And he just smiles and I open it and I, I was speechless. I couldn't believe it. It was the money penny watch from no time to die. And I just, I couldn't believe it. Uh, so 
to backtrack a little bit, we had been, he had talked to me about what kind of watch I wanted for my birthday. And I love wearing men's watches because the, you know, it's a larger face and you can just see it. And for me, it's more of just, it's there, you know, I was never really a big fan of the delicate watches. And I just was like, eh, not really my thing. And one day he had said, okay, let's go to, to the Omega store at the Win. And uh, let's go check out some watches just to see so you can wear them, you know, and get a feel for them. And I said, OK, whatever. And so we go and, you know, it was actually an experience. They took us into the back room, you know, where they sit you down. They say, OK, let's, you know, let's see what you like. And so I started and we I had been kind of pining for the Seamaster um, Aquaterra. Aquaterra. And so um I, he puts it on and I, I was just like, yep, I, I love this. I love the size. I love that it's, it's just, bam, it's there. And then he's, we tried a couple different other watches and it was so funny because my reaction to this couldn't have been more perfect for him. Um, so he's like, I want to try something different. And then he brings out the money penny watch and I see it. I was like, Ooh, you know, had a couple diamonds, you know, I, it was just, I don't think there should be too much diamond presence in a watch mm-hmm. i think it just mm-hmm. it overwhelms it for a woman's watch i just don't think it's necessary any watch any watch yeah it, no, it's, it's no no much. it's too much but this one it just it was simple it was just enough but not too much i put it on and i instantly loved it i couldn't believe it i was just like i just thought oh this is this is beautiful i looked at him and i said wow, I really like this watch. And he kind of, I looking back, not knowing that this was actually a plan that he had started to see if I would like it and therefore buy it, I had no idea, no idea. And so then when he gave me the gift, I was flashing back to that moment where he had me wear it. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. <laughs> I might not be able to keep secrets, but I am definitely very good at hiding what I'm doing. <laughs> so it was funny how it all came about. Something but... all women love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very good liar. The, the thing that, that had, the, the reason she got it early was at this point in time, we thought we were getting a movie in November. And I was like, there's no way we are going to London for this movie. And she is not going to have this watch That's with her. Right. So that was more of like a, incentive for me to like give it to her and then like three days later they <laughs> delayed it <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah at so least, we... yeah at least i haven't delayed it so many more times since then um but... <laughs> i've got to ask as well you sort of mentioned the the aquaterra there with um with obviously the other sort of i suppose ladies bond watch that's in the new film the the 38 mil um aquaterra that's worn by lashana lynch what's your sort of thoughts on on that as well because it's it is a very different watch like it's worn with a a nato strap and it's i don't know probably a, a little less dressy i'd say how do you sort of feel about that watch as well so i'm gonna chime in for a second before she answers that uh she originally picked that watch before it was yeah. announced and I had no idea it was part of the movie. And she was the debate that we were having was, are you going for the 41 millimeter or are you going for the 38 millimeter? And yeah. so you can kind of. So seeing it, you know, I thought, OK, white face, 
okay, blackface. Okay. I really like the blackface. And then start, I saw, he said, okay, I have one for you. And he showed it to me and I saw it and I said, I really like that because it's more of an everyday watch. You can dress it up, dress it down with the band and just, you know, you know, wear it underwater, you know, depending, you know, and I just, I like that idea of having it as an everyday watch because I mean, I like wearing his watches, but it was kind of, you know, even though they're his and he says, oh, you can borrow whenever you want. It's like, you know, at the same time, it wasn't really my watch. And so it would have been nice to have one that was a little larger and, you know, an everyday watch. I could just say, yeah, this is mine. So but I never expected to get one. I just, you know, I was just thinking, okay, you know, whatever you want, you know. (laughs) So the watch you would wear on the regular that I, that she would gravitate towards is my first watch, which is the James Bond collector's piece from Quantum yeah. of Solace. And she, it would be, it, I keep it on the nylon NATO from Omega and she loves that strap. I wore it every day. It was comfortable. It was, I'm, I talk with my hands a lot. So, you know, that was something. Hey. That, hey. She's Italian. <laughs> oh, so, so that's something with, and when I did, work in uh, events I was moving a lot and I need something that was durable and that you know I could just it could go through the everyday wear and tear and it wasn't super elegant and I just I I did really love that watch it was nice it is nice (laughs) (laughs) we still have it (laughs) so follow-up question to that Lorenzo told me that you just recently went to dinner with your father and he let you wear one of his watches. I want to know, what does your father think of the fact that he's got so much fucking money invested <laughs> into What would you call – I mean, let me think. I'm going to chime in. I really want to know. By half a foot? Yeah, I want to know what your dad thinks. If, he, if your father has any idea that your uh, boyfriend, future, whatever you want to call him, has in about a foot by a foot and a half. Charles. Charles. Chucky. Chucky. (laughs) So I want to know what Chucky thinks that (laughs) your boyfriend has probably, what, we can go about 50 50 to 60 grand worth of watches in his possession. What does Chucky think about this? (laughs) So. Here we go. Blunt instruments. I mean. (laughs) I I just I must say I love this. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I don't think that my dad truly knows the magnitude of his collection. However, he does know that that's his brand. I remember they talked about it the first night they met and it was a my dad's a commercial photographer. So he knows about brands. He used to take do photo shoots of you know, watches, jewelry, perfume, what have you. And you need to tell them what happened when you showed him your gift for me. So I was getting to that. So fuck off. All right. (laughs) It was funny. Initially he said, so it's in the movie. So you wear the watch that's in the movie. Like he didn't really like it was, it was, that was the reaction. He was like, really? (laughs) So Anyways, but he knows that, you know, it's a passion of yours and he respects it. He, he does respect it. But it, it was initially kind of a what the hell reaction. 
Also, this man is a master diver. Yeah. Just to throw that yes. in. So I was going to so ask that. that. Yes, he is. I was gonna add, Lorenzo, you are talking to two professionals here. If you chime in again, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> With your father being a professional. First off, I want I want to say you most likely got your artsy side from your dad. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, I so with that said. Yes. Yes. Um, so does he does he have any sort of uh, I mean, he may not have a passion, but diving watches and needing a watch when you dive is a huge thing. Yes. So with that said, does he have any sort of watch? Even if it's not a collection, does he have anything that he prefers to wear when he dives? I know it's not an Omega. I think Lorenzo and I have had this conversation, but does he have anything in his possession for when he dives? Uh, he did. He doesn't really dive anymore, more in his swimming pool, because Vegas is not, <laughs> doesn't have he a... He goes out and buys like a $40,000 Rolex for his four and a half foot deep pool. He's like, fuck, this terrain is insane. So, no, I remember growing up, he didn't have one. <laughs> You're making him die over here. I'm, I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> not yet. But- I remember remember growing up, he had a digital diving watch. I honestly couldn't tell you the brand. Um, Now he doesn't wear a watch anymore. So I couldn't, couldn't answer that question, but. um, Your dad's basically in that age where he just doesn't give a shit anymore is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Good for him. He's more into his hobby is smoking meat now. So ribs and. I was going to say smoking weed. (laughs) 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 You're like high as fuck. No, no. Like, oh, okay, so he can't wear a watch because he's getting too high all the time. Yep. No. <laughs> no, smoking ribs, smoking steak. That's that's his thing now. So that is oddly a very um, that's becoming a popular hobby. It seems it like I know a lot of people that are getting into that. Go ahead. Yes, please, Lorenzo. Oh, good. I want to make sure I raise my hand for permission to speak, sir. Um, we are getting the shakedown right now about a group pizza night from him so yeah yeah that's gonna happen we like to make a homemade pizza together on the grill and so they had bought me a um pizza stone actually they they bought it for you actually yes that was my birthday gift from your from your parents stop trading they bought you the grill Grill. I got the pizza diffuser. They're like, hey, Italian boy, get to work. Make that a pizza. <laughs> Make it a pizza. Hey, come on. What are you doing, Vaisan? You got any right. gabagoo? You got any gab- All right, this is my last question for this, and then Jake, please chime in. Mm-hmm. But uh, when um, he bought the watch, I don't know, did we did we get that answer when uh, you your this- watch? No, so it was actually really funny. So I went over to their house and I said, uh, Lorenzo gave me his Christmas gift early. and uh, Three months early. Yeah. And they said, why? <laughs> I said, this is this why. This guy must be really lacking somewhere. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I showed it to them and they said, wait, is that your watch? Is that, is that Omega? Is that his brand? And I said, yes. And so they said, okay. My dad's like, let me see it. And so I showed it to him and he's looking at it. And it's so funny. He instantly took out his phone. He gets on his phone and I can see in the reflection of his eyeglasses, the Omega website, and he's looking up how much it is. Yeah. So that was, that was a thing. And what was the final comment? He said, (laughs) it was so funny. He puts the phone down. He says, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, that's right, Charles. <laughs> that's right. How long were you dating at this point? Six uh, days, seven nine, days, nine, nine months. About yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, nine months at that that stage of the game. Right. So. Loved every moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you an only child, Cassandra? I am not. I'm the younger child. I have an older sister. Okay, so yeah, so Harris Thomas, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, Harris is. Oh, come on now. What's her name? Um, <laughs> to this weekend. <laughs> what are you doing, girl? Yeah, I was just gonna say your dad seems very protective, which is a good thing. He is. Yes. Um. So they always say that the male engagement ring is a Rolex. So does that work okay for you guys? Or uh, no, it's for Omega rings, is what his ring is. No. Remember what I asked? I said. Instead of a, a, a ring, can I just wear a Rolex? Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> or an Omega a watch, like, yeah. A watch I, as my engagement he, ring. He did say that. He said, "Can I have a watch as the gift?" And I said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with announced. that down the line. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there when it when the time comes. There aren't any Bond watches I need at this current moment, other Thank than God. the Golden Eye watch. But Thank um. God. It is the cheapest watch. What about that? Um, oh, what, is it a pulsar? You know the um. Oh you know, the, <laughs> one of them. Just stop being a pussy and just get a pulsar. Dude, You'd... stop trying to win points. <laughs> me, and, me and Luke agree that that watch is just god awful. It's disgusting. You, have, you both have no taste then. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say apart from that. Um. Oh, Sorry, you're done. Mustache back. Maybe your brains will come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we got to talk about the Omega that Lorenzo got for Christmas. I think that's probably a good point to to sort of jump onto that now, talking about Rolexes and buying new watches because I know that we we were sort of talking with you, Lorenzo, just as I suppose you sort of received it just before Christmas, wasn't it? And we'd, yeah, love to know a bit around how that sort of came about and hear both sides of, um, both sides of the story. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the stage first. I'm going to set the tone here. The press. We bet you are. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny because once Cassandra was like kind of brought up to speed on my collection and started realizing how dedicated, I think that's a good choice of words or how elaborate my collection was. Um, I had to have the talk about this piece and literally it was like me sitting her down and showing her the clip of the scene and like saying like, yeah, so by the way, there's this 57 year old vintage watch that I am on the hunt for and I've been on the hunt for for over four years now. That's in the movie for like half a second. Yes. And I I have been looking for this watch for a long time and I have not found the correct version. I've found various versions of it, but not the right one. I have found one person that owns it on Instagram and I kindly asked to buy it over from them for an insane amount of money and they declined. And I told her, I was like, I just need you to be aware that when the time comes and who knows when it could be, it could be in five days, it could be in five years from now. But this watch is something I need in my collection to complete it. And I am gunning for it. So long story short, 
And you stayed with him after he told you that, because that genuinely (laughs) sounds terrifying. That is like a man who has a problem that's like, I don't know when it's going to be. It could be today. It could be an hour. It could be five years, but I will have this. Like, that's like psycho killer shit right there, Lorenzo. You know that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. See, Jake makes a good point. Jake makes makes a good point, because when Cass just said it's in the movie for, what, five seconds, and... I go up to Brienne. Brienne goes. Brienne goes the other day. She goes, "What do you want for Valentine's Day?" She goes, "I already got you something." And I know she wanted sunglasses, so I ordered her two pairs of sunglasses. And she goes, "All right, well, you you already went overboard, so tell me what you want." I was like, "Well, a gentleman you may or may not have heard of, named Lorenzo, sent me a link to the strap that Pierce Brosnan has on his Golden Eye Omega." And believe it or not, this is like what was it, twenty five bucks or something? And it's technically yes. is. As close to original as it gets. So I show it to her. She goes to order it, and she's like, all right, what size do you need? I'm like, it's a 20 mil or whatever. Blah, blah. And she goes, well, they're out of the medium length. And I'm, I'm like, fuck. So I look at it, and she's like, can't you just find a black strap on Amazon? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, no, no, no. I go, no, no, no. I need this strap, blah, blah, So I show her a picture like you did, and it's exactly the same. She goes, she sees the picture, this blurry ass, like, Mid frame, like 1995. Yeah, and she goes, "Are you kidding me?" So imagine with the $25 strap, if I say, if we had the exact same conversation about this watch, <laughs> there would be a Brienne-shaped hole in that wall. So the funny thing is, is I also left out a key part of that that portion that I just dropped. Um, I told her I was like, "By the way." I have no idea what it's going to cost. It could range from $3,000 to $10,000. That have, was scary. I have no idea. And I was like, if I have an opportunity to buy it, it's going to be very fast and strap in. And so, and <laughs> conveniently enough. So every year for my birthday for the last four years, my good friend Christopher Hoover. Um, was, the Hoof. The Hoof. <laughs> Um, I got to shout him out in this. Uh, up, I've known him since I was 11 years old. He's my longest friend. And we have, like, we've been through some lifelong stuff. He, I was going to visit him for my birthday first time. Normally he comes to Vegas, but this time I decided to go out there because I'm from Maryland originally. And um, I wanted to go back and see him and spend time with him and surprise him. And, of course, because I can't keep a secret. His girlfriend told told me not to tell him, but I told him a week before because I didn't want him to work. And um, he took the time off, and I arranged to go see Harris Thomas and meet David Zeritsky for the first time. And just a, a great trip for me. But not to dwell on it too much, but um, when I was Left on the airplane, I'm on the airplane back to Maryland from Vegas. Four-hour flight, hour two. I'll never forget it. I get a message on my Instagram page and um, my, this follower asked me, hey, um, I'm thinking about buying this watch. Um, what's your opinion on it? And it was the vintage. Oh, you did not undercut him, did you? <laughs> so so I, I literally off the bat tell him, I'm like, well, what's the issue? I was like, th- they're asking, you know, a reasonable price for this watch. And he's like, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I send it to Cassandra and I'm just like, I missed it. I'm so fucking pissed. I had, I was so close. I was like, the guy listed it under chronograph, Omega chronograph vintage 
Omega. And I was looking for the actual like reference number. He never put the reference mm-hmm. number. So I wasn't alerted of this watch being put up. So I was disappointed and I was just like kind of venting to her as I'm in the air. And I'm like, you know, like this is like really disappointing as you know, you know, and like this is the closest I've ever gotten to owning it. Fast forward, I'm staying at dinner with David and my friend Chris and David's wife and Harris. And we're all discussing, you know, like meeting for the first time and talking about the movie and stuff. And I, I had mentioned, I was like, you know, I'm a little bummed right now because it's like on my way over here, I was this close to securing a vintage watch that I've been hunting down for four years now. And I just missed the bus. So that's where I was at with the whole situation. So I guess I can hand this over to Cassandra to kind of wrap up the the back end of it. And so then, you know, I knew he was disappointed and then reaching out to the seller found out it was still available. And so I got it. Dave didn't even tell me. <laughs> she can actually keep a secret for those that don't know. So I had no idea that this had gone down. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden on Christmas Day, I'm opening up this tiny box and I'm like, wow, you know, I really pulled out all the stops. I got you an NPL like t shirt from the movie, Cashmere. And it's really soft. <laughs> and, <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's like, hey, why don't you open up your gift right now? And it was like, he was happy. happy is understating it. I didn't have words to, 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 res- I, I've always like, she'll tell you like shopping for me is not easy. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> I tend it's to like expensive from the sounds of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I tend to just buy shit for myself because I don't want to wait around for anyone to like, think about it. And it makes it extremely difficult, but for him, it's more the meaning of the gift. I, you know, even if it's not expensive, it's the behind it, the appreciation he has for something. I it's think the that, effort. Yes, it's like, the effort. It's not that hard, no, in my opinion. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty damn difficult if you ask me. Yeah, but no, I was I was excited that this was the opportunity and I had to go for it, so... I just, I, I was happy that you finally had that one because I know how he had told me stories of how he had searched for it for so long. What was it? Five years? That just a little under five, five years. years. Yeah. And he had told me about it. And, you know, for me, it's, you know, I'm thinking initially I thought, you know, oh, you'll find it eventually. And just when it popped up, I, I couldn't believe it because it was just so out of the blue so out of the blue so i was just happy that he was able to have it and you know now it's in the collection so (laughs) which i might add she is very protective of this watch she (laughs) she has like turned into this little mini monster that like she will know shit but she like as soon as i mentioned like oh you know you know, I want to get you an engagement ring. You know, I can offload some things. Maybe I'll offload this vintage watch, you know. And I said, please, you're not selling that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. So That's got I, sentimental value now, though. You know what I mean? Like is. that's yeah. That's a lot more than – because when Lorenzo – first, I'll tell you two stories. When I first talked to Lorenzo 
it was his he messaged me and he's like just by the way that's not actually the golden eye watch the actual i was like this guy's a fucking asshole then the second time i talked to him one of the main conversations we had was about the sentimentality behind the watches and i knew like when his first omega came from his parents his dad in particular so you know with that vintage watch that's something you can't get rid of my friend uh yeah no um she can you get rid of the watch too, it's, if you want. it's it's funny because i um i never thought i would be in the position i'm in right now where i own 90 percent of the omega collection i'm missing the golden eye watch and it's 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 just crazy how it all came about like i guess like when you put your mind to something you can truly accomplish it if you focus on it enough and i get messages from followers time and time again like oh this is my first watch and for me i take every message i get like very personal because i won't i love that i can play just like a tiny sliver in the in that moment of oh this is my first watch you just don't forget it like i know luke when you got yours you guys were filming a podcast mm-hmm. and it was you know i'm sure the emotions you feel from that you will never forget feeling the <laughs> feeling you know of receiving this watch that you've desired after for so long and, and there's just such like a deep rooted feeling and like again back to david zariski he said he's said numerous times like it's that escape it's that moment of like looking down at your wrist in the middle of like a a a meeting and being able to escape and think about like this grand moment in your life and you know for me like there are plenty of moments that you can connect and bond and that mean a lot to you and it's nice to have something that constantly reminds you of that particular moment. So with um with the watch, it's obviously very different uh, to probably all of the other watches that you've got in your collection, just in terms of how you'd wear it. When are you sort of wearing it, Lorenzo? And how are you sort of? Oh, there we go. You're not wearing it. Absolutely not. So this is um this watch is ours, <laughs> as much as you guys want to make fun of me right now. But it is something we share together, and um, it has a lot of meaning to it. It's it signifies a lot of a lot of shit that was going on at the time. Um, for anyone, I'm sure 2020 was just not what anyone could ever imagine. And to have that little gleaming piece of light in there, like it, it is unprecedented, and it it, it means something for us. And I will. Like for for me, like whenever I'm having like a down day or like you know things are things are rough, like you know I, I will say this: I don't pick my watches based on what I'm wearing. I pick them based on how I'm feeling. Yeah. And when you get to that point, um, different watches mean different things, you know. And I, I don't want to harp harp on like too many negative things at this moment, but like I lost my dad a year and a half ago, and there are certain watches that when I'm missing him, I'll put them on, you know? And, and like, there's times when I'm going to like have a chat with Luke. I put on my, my tomorrow never dies watch. Like he doesn't know this. I never told him that, but like there are certain things I didn't that, know that I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's certain things that trigger like, Oh, I'm wearing this watch today or I'm wearing that watch today. And it's, it's that connection you build with these items that like, and for me ultimately, and Cassandra knows this is, 
these are getting passed down. This has nothing to do with me just having them and just using them. It, it's more of like, I want to build some sort I'm really big in the family and I want to pass these on to my children and I want them to keep beginning passed down. That's my grand gesture of like, what's going to happen to them one day. If they sell them, hawk them off for like, you know, drugs or like, you know, to go to college or whatever. Like it's totally up to them. But I hope they understand. Like for me, drugs. It's, it's like, drugs are college. My kids will do. Either going to be fucking crackheads or they're going to be scholars. One of the two. <laughs> I just like, I want to create like some like I always wished my dad had something he would pass down to me, and I have something, and it was a Hank Aaron baseball card, which Hank Aaron just passed away. And I have that baseball card and that is something we really shared was baseball. And, you know, it's those, those things you can pass on that I really think is the way you can honor people that have left you. And so for me, that is like something that's big in my life and bonds also big in my life because of the watches. But my dad was never like, Hey, uh, here's a 12 bond watches. Good luck. You know, it was, this is truly my own like passion and like I, my kids will probably hate bond. I don't know, but yeah, if I, I can have a, I have a sliver of hope, I'm hoping that they will appreciate that. It's something that means a lot to me. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I always think that Patek Philippe, their advertisement about their watches always says it best when it comes to luxury watches, which is you don't own one. You just hold on to it for the next generation. I think that if you have that sort of thought with a lot of these luxury items, they're not, the money starts to become a little bit, you know, more relevant in terms of when you think like that. And I'm not saying that it's not an achievement to go out and buy them because, of course, it is. But when you start thinking like that, it changes the mindset behind things. Exactly. And and like, look, like for me, it's look, these things are expensive. I, I'm not like I am not blind to that. And I'm in a very blessed position where I've I've amassed like a collection and. That's why I treat a collector that's getting their first watch for the first time or someone on their fifth the same way. Like, it's just like it, each watch has a memory and it means something and it's a big accomplishment and no one should ever feel like, Oh, like it's my first one or, Oh, I'm getting that. Like, it's what it means to you that matters the most. And like, for me, it's like my watches, like I don't buy them for other people. I buy them for myself and how they make me feel personally. And that's the biggest thing I can say is don't worry about what everyone else is going to say. Worry about how, how you feel about it. That's the number one thing. Cause at the end of the day, you're wearing it on your wrist and it needs to mean something to you for it to have its true value. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we all three of us have very, or four of us, I should say, because now we got lovely cast with us, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, cause, but the thing is, I didn't know your story with your Omega until today, but all four of us, have very unique stories of how we got our first ones. Like, like, like Lorenzo said, Jake and I were literally mid podcast, like in the doorbell ring. And I was like, hold on, it's on recording somewhere. But like that, I'll always think of that whenever I think of when I got it. And I'll always think of how Lorenzo was like, that's not, that's not hundred percent screen accurate. Like, fucking cool. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I feel terrible. He would say but that. no, at the same, at the same time, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, but then then you eventually explained to me how the original one was, like, radioactive. I'm like, I think I'm fine with the one I have. Thank you. It's got the right model number. We're good. But, uh, but no, at the same time, like, um, 
I will say that when Jake and I first, once I had this watch and Jake and I started doing, you know, podcasts after uh, actually obtaining the watch, I would try to wear it anytime we were doing this. But I was like, at this point in time, like if I'm going and getting this watch out of the box, every time I do something James Bond related, I might as well just have it on 24 hours a day because this Instagram account, all four of us at this point can agree. It's, it's like a second job sometimes, like a lot of the time. So now I will say one of the main times I put this watch on is if I'm having any sort of interaction with Lorenzo over here. So we have that in common. And I'm sure Jake might be the same way because it's kind of difficult for Jake and I to be talking to Lorenzo and not be like, oh, yeah, I mean, Jake's like, I don't have my watch on right now. <laughs> That's what uh, Jake's yeah, thinking. I actually don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. sorry, sorry. Son I, of a I, bitch. I, yeah. But no, I was just like, oh, if I go and get it now, is it going to be really obvious? But um, yeah, no, I just woke up early. Just sorry. Tears. That's my next excuse. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. If you, if you like go and put it on, it doesn't offend me. Like there are times to wear it and there's times not. We went to the gym before we started recording and I didn't have a watch on. And I'm like literally about to get on and I'm like, oh shit, I better put a watch on just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well. I know that we are running pretty long on time, but I just wanted to ask how everything's going for you guys. I know that it's something that we probably should have asked at the top, but I know that over in the States at the moment, it's, you know, lockdowns and things like that. Again, how's it all going over there in, in Las Vegas? I mean, Vegas kind of uh, replicates what California is going through on a different level, but uh, it's starting to come back. I mean, we were both hospitality and that is still still coming back it's still coming back i mean we still can dine in at restaurants and you know but events which is what we you just reminded me you never told anyone why i got you the red strap oh for valentine's day no where do we go to dinner oh, we went to a restaurant i used to work at and so oh my god she's she's being modest so <laughs> yeah uh, Luke, Luke, what was Luke it like called this. like the red the red roof in <laughs> <laughs> so we were actually, so we i worked at aria hotel and casino in las vegas and cassandra worked at vidara and i would my company what like i guess our jurisdiction would be at aria and vidara so that's how we met as i would work sometimes over at vidara doing certain events so she would do the catering side i do the audio and video side of the production so anyway, long story short, um, she had opened Carbone, the restaurant, in prior. prior to taking her position over at Vidara. And I, I've heard about it. I'd never been there. And so we were going out with some friends. And uh, this particular friend, his name's Ty. He, I've been friends with him for a while. Ty. Ty. What? what? Guy? I said Ty, Ty. Ty, Ty. So he. Hey, Ty. He, he just turned 30 in November, and he was the guy that I his wife got him an Omega for his. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was just going to look at you and go, is this the. Yes. Because when you started talking about, you started talking about something earlier about visiting your buddy in Maryland, and I thought that was the surprise you spoiled, not just you going to visit him in general. I was like, wow, damn. No, Anyways. so so Ty had came over. We're very avid cigar aficionados, so we like smoke cigars. We're big Braves fans. We talk baseball, and he was like, "Yeah, my thirtieth's coming up, and like I really like want to like get something, ask for something, I should say, 
you know, something memorable. And I had pulled out my box and like, he kind of went through all my watches and he was like, God, these are just incredible. He's like, he's not a watch guy. And he's like, you know, maybe, maybe I should get a watch. And so then the wheels started turning in Lorenzo's brain. Mm -hmm. you know? And so I, um, I got in contact with his wife and she was like, you know, this seems like a great idea for him. And, it was it was really cool because she wanted to have it inscribed and I've never done that before. And there's like a laser inscriber here in Las Vegas that works with watches. And so she did an inscription for him on on his bracelet that I had never seen done before and it was just incredible. And it just turned out so good and he had no idea it was coming. And so he got his watch and I'm thinking like and I told him I had to talk with him. I was like, Look, if you get a watch for your birthday, you better wear it. You, it's mm -hmm. not something you just like, oh, we're going out to a fancy dinner. I'll put it on. Or, oh, you know, it's a wedding. I'll put it on. I was like, you need to wear the shit out of this thing. It costs enough. You might as well use it. And I think it was like a month after Jake. he got it, he came back to me and he was just like, oh, my God, I understand your problem now. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I love wearing this thing. And he didn't get a Bond model in particular. He got a Seamaster 300M. He got the silver face with the blue bezel. And he loves it. And it's totally him. Like, I can see the mm -hmm. stuff from him. And he just, he has fallen in love with the thing. And that is the part, like, for me, it feels good to know I played a part in, you know, that that mission of, like, getting him, you know, that watch and like his wife, like me and her working together to like make this happen for him. And it's something he's going to look at, you know, 60, you know, at 60 years old and it's going to be like his watch. And he's going to say like, God, I remember getting this watch and it means a lot to me, but he wears it all the time. Now, every time I see him, he has it on and he's like very proud of it. And it's just like, wow, someone who never was in the watches, like, look, he's like, you know, it's, it's a memory now. So, like, it's just, like, I take pride in those moments of, like, being able to, like, share my passions with others. And, like, they kind of get the the itch and understand, like, that these things, are, it's, not, it's not about the price. It's more about, like, the meaning behind it and the memory. And, like, I feel like that gets overlooked a lot in this day and age, you know, with technology and Apple Watches and things like that. Like, yes, Apple Watches have way more tech than a traditional you know automatic movement watch but there's still that sentimental and human value that goes into these things and if you overlook that i feel like you're just missing it you're missing out on that memory of like wow this is what it's like to pass something down so mm -hmm. so once again the red <laughs> i know i went over the <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering who was going to bring that up. I was like, but the question where was, did that come from? <laughs> so the question is, is the reason I brought that up is because he went to dinner with us that night. So we went to Carbone. Is that when he got it? No, yeah. no, no. He got it for his birthday in November. So we went to dinner, like, what, in the middle of January? Mm -hmm. It was like, so we went to Carbone, and Cassandra used to work there. So just to circle up, she had this outfit picked out, and she was going to wear red um stilettos shoes. with it shoes stilettos <laughs> and they're patent leather and i was like god it'd be great if her watch like matched her you know her shoes and so i ordered this strap from amazon it's nothing expensive it was like 12 dollars, and of course it was like delayed a day and i didn't get it in time but he told me about it and i appreciated the thought but 
So we ended up going to Carbone and we got sat down in this like area and across from us was Nicolas Cage. And it was just like Cassandra just being cool as a cucumber as she is. Oh, yeah. By the way, guys, that's Nick Cage over there. And I'm like looking over and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. It's like a who's who's place here it in is, Vegas. It is. It's a celebrity spot. And they're very respectful of the privacy of said celebrities and, you know, kind of making it this nonchalant uh, experience for them where they're able to enjoy a fine dining experience and not have this, you know, attack of people saying, oh, my gosh, it's Nicolas Cage, you know. But So, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was fanboying out. I couldn't believe it. With his like, with his 12-year-old girlfriend. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a it was a fun night and it was it was nice, you know, like it, it's definitely like a lot of people don't know this about me, but like if people at the table are wearing watches, like I pay attention to them and like at that particular night, three of the four people were wearing an Omega watch and for me that's a proud moment because I had influence in all three of those watches. So like it's you know, it, for me, that's like a family something, a crest or like whatever you want to call it. It's like you're part of a group. You're part of like history. And like, it's nice. I appreciate it. I hate you. I hate you. Luke's just, Luke's just put a heart up on his screen. It's um, <laughs> a really beautiful way I'm to absolutely like destroy a, a lovely story. That was a really one nice story. That was a really nice story, Lorenzo. Just ignore him. He's being a knob. Um. Is there a finger option on this reaction here? No, I already re- I already used that one when you talked about how my watch is the cheapest one. Yeah, so cheap. So cheap. Well, anyways, Jake, any last questions for Cassandra and her ball and chain? <laughs> I don't think so. I'd just love to, yeah like to say thank you guys for coming on it was great to to catch up with you it was definitely a different perspective from what i suppose we normally hear on watches and things like that so yeah thank you both it was great to meet you as well sandra Je sais bien qu'un jeu d'ai Que je le pourrai dans ton pays Je reviendrai toi Qui ne m'avait rien répondu Je sais que tu ne m'avais pas cru Et pourtant me voilà Tout peur avoir confiance en moi Je ne Peut-être pas compris quand je t'ai dit en quittant Paris. Je m'en vais le columer. Je sais bien qu'un jour d'ai que je le pourrais.
mourrai dans ton pays, je reviendrai toi qui ne m'avais rien répondu. Je sais que tu ne m'avais pas cru. Et pourtant, me voilà, tu peux avoir confiance en moi, je ne repartirai pas. Je ne repartirai pas, je ne repartirai pas.